0: up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. you yes. ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. One, two,
1: three. Jeff's three things. Okay, let's go with uh, three things. Thing one, Blues Fest, RBC Blues Fest kicks off on Thursday, and they are in serious need of volunteers. Yeah, um, they're looking for uh, folks to help out in any way. And there's actually uh, some pretty good benefits, especially if you're a young person... Uh, and you're looking to volunteer, you get a pass for Blues Fest. (laughs) That's pretty sweet, right? That's not bad. A complimentary festival pass if you volunteer at the festival. Um, You can Google this and check it out. But RBC Blues Fest, looking for people to volunteer. It kicks off on Thursday. Thing two, James Cameron is the director of Avatar and he says he doesn't like when people complain about long movies. He says, quote, I don't want anybody whining about length when they sit there and binge watch TV for eight hours. Now, I got to say he's got a point there, right? I mean, for real. <laughs> Avatar 2 uh, will be a long one. Even Avatar 1 was long as well. Uh, so there you go. We'll find out uh, how long that is when it hits theaters December 16th. Avatar, The Way of Water. It's only taken him 100 years to make the sequel. So <laughs> he's really into waiting a long time. And speaking of binge watching, the first part of Stranger Things Season 4 had 7.2 billion minutes of viewing time in one week, making it the highest weekly total for any streaming show ever. They also have the highest two-week total with 12 billion minutes. That is bananas. I can only imagine what it is now that Volume 2 came out. Uh, I know that my guy was like locked in in a big way. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, Stranger Things is a massive, massive hit. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and
0: Jeff, the podcast.
1: How much do you love your pet? Is enough to spend thousands on fashion for them? (laughs) I'll tell you the fashions for your pet that you just can't afford, nor do you want to really. That's coming up.
0: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
1: Sometimes companies have a hard time keeping up with what's going on in the real world. And Gucci happens to be one of those companies, in my opinion. We love our pets, but I would never love my dog or cat this much. Now, we've spent, I mean, when you have a dog or a cat or any real pet, you'll be willing to spend money on them more than yourself a lot of the time. I I know dog owners and and cat owners especially. (laughs) It's just like do whatever they want. Like, it's like, oh, I'm broke as, as, and I'm still going to get this treat and bring it home to them because I want them to be happy. And, like, they're awesome. So it's hard to regret any of that. However, Gucci um, is a brand that already preys on you. (laughs) For, for cash really uh now they just unveiled their new line of highly overpriced pet products you ready for this the most expensive on the list is a couch slash bed for cats and small dogs that'll run you $7,500 boy inflation is really hitting the most ridiculous one might be a poop bag holster for a very reasonable $460 but it has the g so everybody knows it's gucci uh, they've also got collars for five hundred bucks, leashes for six hundred and change, little dog jackets for nine hundred and thirty bucks, a food dish that costs two grand, and a travel case for that food dish that costs another twenty five hundred. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then you know that when a, a butler—well, I don't know, but not in real life, but like in the movies, a butler brings like a dish with it with a silver cover, a dome over it, or maybe sometimes in room service that happens, they put the silver dome over it. Gucci selling that for your dog for $900. So you can check out all of these at Gucci.com um, for something, just in case you ever want to look at something you'll never buy. Like, I, I could win the lottery and I would never spend a dime on any of it. <laughs> your dog or cat does not know if they're eating from a uh, diamond-encrusted bowl or a, just a regular cereal bowl that you just finished. So either way. I know we'd like to spoil them, but let's keep it reasonable, please.
0: Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. the podcast.
1: You know, you're doing your best in life. We're all trying our best. And then along comes someone with a statement that sounds benign, like it sounds all chill. Uh, but really, it's a passive aggressive statement when you think about it for a little longer. So let's go through the top 10 most passive-aggressive things people can say to you and by the way the people who are most passive-aggressive in our lives are co-workers and then your mom is second <laughs> uh, we'll go 10 to 1 i'm fine that is passive-aggressive especially when you're not fine i hear that from my wife all everything's fine it's fine and then i'm like oh man i'm gonna uh just make up the second bed now uh, number nine was that was surprisingly good or any, or actually the word actually is also another one, right? I mean, when people say that was surprisingly good, like if you cook them a meal or something like, okay, thanks. So you had zero expectation for me. Okay, thanks. Um, Why don't you just blank or whatever it is? Like, why don't you just do this? That's passive aggressive. Uh, I was just kidding is a terrible out when we know you weren't kidding. Uh, When people say you should have known better, is also very passive aggressive. Now we're into the top five most passive, annoying passive aggressive phrases. Sure, if that's what you want to do. Oh man, you're getting right on my last nerve right now. Okay, uh, whatever is another one at number four. No offense, but is one of the most passive aggressive because uh, no offense is uh, but is always going to have an offensive term after it. There's just no way you can get around it. All right, the top two. This is it. The most annoying passive aggressive phrases. Why are you so upset? (laughs) Uh, Unless you're asking, like, literally, they're crying in front of you. You haven't talked yet. Uh, And number one, most annoying passive-aggressive phrase is you're too sensitive. Okay, well, thanks for um, totally undervaluing your uh, emotional experience. However, that's the top 10 list. People voted on that, that those were number one. However, I think that these passive-aggressive lines that you get at work are far more... Passive-aggressive and annoying. For instance, when you get an email that says, for future reference, <laughs> when it leads like that, you know that you are in a world of passive aggression. Well, just a friendly reminder to return my email. Correct me if I'm wrong is another good one. And if someone is texting you, is the most passive-aggressive thing they could say, the, is the, like send you, is the letter K? I think so, instead of K. Like you're like, uh, I don't know. You say anything and they're like, K. Okay. That's highly passive-aggressive. So if you're doing any of those things, stop, unless you're intending to be passive-aggressive and just don't care. Then carry on, I guess.
0: Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Every day
1: we ask you a question that seems useless, but actually is very useful because it could win you an incredible prize, including today's $100 Lotto Max voucher. If you know the answer to today's useless question... Uh, 94, ninety-four, ninety-four, ninety-four. Standard rate supply or 613-750-9494 94, 94, if you know the answer to this. 9% of people check this before they date someone. Hmm. It's only 9%, so it's not so crazy. 9% of people check this before they date someone is your useless question today. And it could lead to millions of dollars because it's a $100 voucher for Lotto Max. 9% of people check this before dating someone. 949494 94, 94, 94 standard rate supply or 613-750-9494. 94, 94. Good luck, Sophie and Jeff. The
0: podcast.
1: the podcast. 9% of people check this before they date someone. It's only 9%, so it's not like a not like everybody. But you gave some good answers so far. Tinder. Yeah, their Tinder profile. Height, how tall they are is a good one. Whether or not they have a criminal record. I don't know how you do a background check on someone like that. A lot of people saying that people check a person's Facebook profile before they date them. I think that's a way bigger number than just 9%. Uh, where they work, Victoria says people check their credit score. How did you get that information? 9% of people check this before they date someone. What job they do, their salary. I don't know how you would find that out. Uh, they check their LinkedIn is a good answer. Their family, see what their family's about. Maybe if you can get that information. Their net worth, again, I don't know how you find that out. Now, this is a good one. A lot of people saying their horoscope signs and uh, their astrology. Nope. It's a really good answer, though, because only 9% of people check this before they date someone. Their bedroom. How do you see their bedroom before you date them? Hmm. Uh, what date they're born on. If they have kids. Alex, good one. Uh, the person's religion is a good answer, too. Their What kind of car they drive. Their relationship status on social media. Now, that is Savvy very smart. Whether or not they like dogs is a good one from Pembroke. They Google their name, says Tanya. Yeah, Googling someone can get you a lot about them. Whether or not you have any mutual friends, and even more important, Grant from Brockville saying whether or not you're related. Gotta check that. <laughs> What's going on down in Brockville, Grant? Um, and Douglas says if they have to STDs. Is there a registry I'm not sure of? Is that is that a thing? Alright. It's really kind of a, an odd thing. It's not so invasive, but maybe something you would think about. We'll keep it going. 9% of people check this before they date someone. If you think you know it, text me. 94, 94, 94. <laughs> Standard rate supply. All right. Let's we'll see if you can get there. It's kind of an odd thing to check, but it does tell you a little something about someone.
0: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
1: Today's useless question, not the easiest. 9% of people check this before they date someone. A lot of uh, good answers here. And um, we got really close. Here we go. Uh, Justin says they check the ring finger. Someone says shoe size out of Perth. Okay. They check out their ex, is a good one. Where they live, if they smoke. None of these are correct. Check their pictures to see if they have nice teeth. That's great. How they drink their coffee. That text out of Pembroke. But the question today 9% of people check this before they date someone. We're very close with these two answers their musical taste or whether or not they like country music. You're so darn close. Hmm. You're very close. Keep it going. So that's a hint in itself. It has to do with their musical taste. 9% of people check this before they date someone. 949494 94, 94 is the text number. That's probably where it's going to go first. Or 613 750 9494. Good luck. Sophie and Jeff,
0: the podcast.
1: We got the answer. Spotify playlist. Wow. Oliver Lalonde. Congratulations, Oliver. You got it right. People check the Spotify playlist. What are they like? If it doesn't have Eric Church, I'm not dating her. That's it. Forget it. (laughs) Uh, So the number one thing people snoop on potential dates, okay? Um, The number one thing they check out is obviously your social media accounts. I think that's just standard practice now. Only half of people have done it before going on a date. Um, Now, Googling their name is number two look them up on professional network site like LinkedIn, these were good answers. These all were top three. Yeah, some people actually pay to run an actual background check on people. 14% of people have done that before. That's a bit much. Um, some people looked them up on a payment app like Venmo. 10% of people have done that. Are you kidding? Like, you can do that? That's crazy. And then, yes, 9% have checked someone's playlist on Spotify. I think you can learn some things about someone on Spotify, can't you? You can see their spot their Spotify playlist. Like, you know, I don't know. They're, but some of them are guilty pleasures, like my Spotify playlist. I got, I got some weird things on there. <laughs> anyway, that is a useless question. Congratulations, Oliver. You've got yourself $100 in Max vouchers. Congrats.
0: And you shall know the
1: truth. truth, is, truth is. Why don't you tell the people the truth for a change? Yeah, that's the truth. Today's Texas True Tuesday is a fun one. What is the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever been been given? Okay, okay. So it's a compliment, but it's kind of not. Hmm. What could it be? Think about it, and text me at ninety four ninety four ninety four standard rate supply. Um, like this text. It says uh, most uncomfortable compliment they've ever been given is <laughs> someone was told. You could be really good-looking if you were taller. Hey, that's a weird one. Um, <laughs> This one from a guy. Dude, your ex was hot. How did you ever bag her? She's way out of your league. Wow, that whole sentence, everything about it. What's the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever been given? I already love what's coming in. Hey, you're smarter than you look. Great text. Thank you. 94 94 94 standard rates apply if you <laughs> oh my god we'll get to these texts it's just bananas what people are saying to other people what is someone saying to you i remember when i was a kid uh i was with my mother who was one of six children and she was talking to some guy i was like six or seven years old he was talking to some guy and uh, somehow it came up. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm the oldest of six. And he's like, wow, you must be the pick of the litter. And I remember even at six or seven thinking, what a total D-bag. <laughs> I mean, are you serious, dude? Okay. Comparing people to litters of animals. Awesome job. Um, you did not understand the assignment okay but you do because you're coming in with these texts what's the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever received 94 94 94 standard rates apply i'm already half crying from laughter we'll get to them after this
0: you want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. It's text the truth Tuesdays with the morning pickup. Text your truth to ninety four ninety four ninety four. Standard text message rates apply.
1: Today's is the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever received, and the texts are rolling in at ninety four ninety four ninety four. Standard rates apply. You're smarter than you look. That's a great text. Wow. Um, <laughs> There's a couple here. Women go through a lot in life. Honestly, this one says, wow, your hair is so beautiful, is the compliment they got. And I was like, what's the big deal? And then the person says that as they were giving the compliment, they were staring at her boobs. Also, this creepy old guy at work said, your boobs look nice. You can't say that, man. Uh, you can dig it, I guess, but you can't say it. So stop that. Um, this person from Montreal, a text says, the most, one of the most uncomfortable uh, compliments they ever got. You have such a pretty face. What's wrong with the rest of it, man? All right. Uh, I got told I'm a really cool cool girl working a man's job. I'm a trans guy. Yep, that gets awkward. <laughs> uh, someone saw a new Instagram pic I posted, and they said, I wish I had the confidence to post that. So now I'm automatically thinking that the person was like, bikini shot or something. But apparently the picture was just them smiling. <laughs> uh Logan says one of the most uncomfortable compliments he ever got was, your head is perfectly round. I don't know what that means, but uh, congrats, Logan, on a perfectly round head. Um, Another uncomfortable compliment that this person out of Cornwall got, you're more attractive in person than in your photos. (laughs) And this one's terrible. This one says, I've had this said to me more than once, you're really pretty for a ginger. What are you talking about? Redheads? Hot. Come on. Figure it out, people. What's the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever received? They're coming in fast at 949494. It's a Text the Truth Tuesday, standard rates apply.
0: You want answers. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth. It's Text the Truth Tuesdays with the morning pickup. Text your truth to 949494. Standard text message rates apply.
1: Some of these actually are terrifying. <laughs> What is the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever been given? Oh, my gosh. Like this one, this Texas says, before having children, hey, that's good. You have calf birthing hips. Someone else, uh, Catherine from Ingleside saying, I was told once that I would be so hot if I would be skinnier. I mean, who says that to someone? God, ridiculous. Um, and here's one that's really interesting. I've heard this someone say this before. It's a good thing you're pretty. What does that mean? What are you saying? That's weird. Um, a lot of um, weight loss things like, uh, wow, you look great. You've lost a lot of weight following unintentional weight loss due to an illness. <laughs> okay. Um, this one from Smith Falls, I've most uncomfortable, quote unquote, compliments you've ever been given. I like that outfit. It doesn't make you look nearly as fat. That is terrible. Uh, this text saying the most awkward compliment I ever received was that I look cute with the extra weight. So let's not comment on people's weight at all. Okay. Um, yeah. Like this one, you look less fat than you used to. Oh, I mean, come on. Oh yeah. All right. So this one's really funny. Um, when I was pregnant with my first, my first, a colleague said, wow, you're really filling out. And th- this person had a comeback, which is awesome. And she said, yeah, I'm pregnant. What's your excuse? (laughs) Yes. Ding. Point for you. I like it. Uh, Another uh, uncomfortable compliment given. You parked that truck really well for a girl. That's terrible. And then this weird one. When a, a, a dad says to another dad, well, you better watch her when she grows up. That's really uncomfortable. I agree. Um... And then things get really weird. Did someone really say this to you? We got this text, and I want to know if they really said this to you. Your long hair is stunning. It would look amazing tied to my bedposts. No, that's enough. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Pure Country, who's this? Hi, Jennifer, Connor? Yes. Like, I have, like I'm have, like i saying Connor with a Boston accent. Yes, that's actually there's a,
0: a store in Boston called the Connor Store.
1: The Connor Store. All right, yeah. Jennifer, Connor, are you ready to play the $1,000 Minute? I am. Uh, this is the greatest. Well, I am too. So we have something in common. Let's start. Uh, all right. 10 questions. One minute. If you answer them all correctly, it's a $1,000 payday for you. Uh, if you don't get them all right, it's 10 bucks for every question you do get correct. If you don't know the answer to something you can pass, we'll come back to it, but only if there's time. And the first thing you say, Jennifer, is what I have to take as your final answer. Okay?
0: All right. I'll do
1: my best. All right. That's all we ask. It's 60 seconds. The clock starts in 3. Two. One. Who sings the song Country Girl? Pat. If you take the train from Ottawa to Toronto, what company is taking you there? Via. Name a street in the Byward Market. Pat. This fashion brand's logo is a forward-facing G interlaced with a backward-facing G. Gucci. If you were to drive west from Ottawa on Highway 17, what military base would you pass?
0: Uh, Paduaqua?
1: Where is Geneva?
0: Switzerland.
1: Name a Canadian dog breed. Um, pass. Name a furniture store. Leon's. Which Canadian goal? Which Canadian golf superstar is playing the CP Open in August?
0: Uh, Brooke Henderson.
1: How many zeros in a billion? Nine. Who sings Country Girl?
0: Uh, Luke Bryan.
1: Uh, name a street in the Byward Market.
0: Uh, o-
1: O'Connor. All right, you got them all in with a bit of time, not much time uh, in there, but uh, are you feeling good about it, Jennifer? Uh, You know, some of them yes, some of them no, but any money is better than the zero that I started with. That's a very, very good point. Uh, All right, let's take a look and see how you did. I can tell you this, you did very well, okay? Not too bad after a night shift. After a night shift, well, that's why, because you're awake. If you just woke up, it's much harder. All right, let's go through it. Who sings Country Girl? You're like, oh, you passed. Give me a Luke Bryan. Yes, Luke Bryan. <laughs> when in doubt, it's Luke Bryan or Carrie Underwood, in my opinion. All right. If you take the train from Ottawa to Toronto, what company is taking you there? Via is correct. This fashion brand's logo is a forward-facing G interlaced with a backward-facing G. Gucci is right. If you were to drive west from Ottawa on Highway 17, what military base would you pass? You're like, eh, Petawawa? Yeah, that's right. Where is Geneva? Switzerland is right. Name a Canadian dog breed. Um, couldn't get back to it, unfortunately. Um, it was a Labrador Retriever, Newfoundlander, or Duck Toller.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: Name a furniture store. You said Leon's. That's right. Which Canadian gold superstar, or golf superstar is playing at the CP open in August? Brooke Henderson was right. How many zeros in a billion? Nine is right. And then we got back to that last question. Uh, name a street in the Bywood Market. And you're like, uh, O'Connor, that's in the Golden Triangle area. Would have taken a whole bunch of them. George Street, York Street, Cumberland Parent, or Peron, uh, William Dalhousie, any of those. Um, but you know what? I realized I didn't get back to that Canadian dog breed. I'm going to give you that 10 bucks anyway um, because I didn't actually go back to it. <laughs> I had time to go back to it and didn't ask you it again. So, unfortunately, 90 bucks, but that's as close as you get to a grand. That's that's pretty darn good. You should play this game more often. I will do I'll try again. All right. Good job, Jennifer. Congrats. Thank you so much. Listen for your next chance
0: to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Why don't you tell the people the truth for a change? That's the truth.
1: truth. I don't know if you noticed because it's summer. It is a Tuesday. That means it's a Text the Truth Tuesday. And uh, we're asking you to text in the most uncomfortable compliments you've ever received. And man, there are so many, I can't even keep up. Let's get back into it. Brooklyn texted and said, I got told by a guy I had just met that I had a pretty mouth. Definitely made me instantly uncomfortable. Brooklyn, that is correct. Trust your instincts. Run like hell. Especially if he says the word pretty like this. Purdy. You got a purdy mouth. You know, Brooklyn, you need to leave immediately (laughs) most uncomfortable compliment this one from peterborough this text i'm happy you passed that class i didn't think you could do it bailey who said that to you that's terrible something similar to that from smith falls at my last job i was offered a different position after about a year my boss told me that he didn't know if i could do it but i've done a really good job i didn't take that as a compliment yeah he didn't know whether or not to believe in you but you proved yourself way to go uh most uncomfortable compliments Uh, This person says, not me, but in college, a classmate said to my friend, I want to steal your eyeballs. LOL. What do you say to that? Yeah. What do you say to that? Oh, I love this text. It's amazing. For most uncomfortable compliments you've ever received. I work in a restaurant as a server and the weirdest compliment I've gotten is, you're such a sweet girl. You'd never know it because of your RBF. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. Most awkward compliment from Pembroke. You're so hot. Your dad must be proud. What does that even mean? Who says that? What does that mean? Anyway, it's a text of truth Tuesday. Most uncomfortable compliments you've ever received. These are very uncomfortable. This is a very uncomfortable show today, (laughs) but really funny. So thank you. Keep sharing them.
0: You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. It's Text the Truth Tuesdays with the morning pickup. Text your truth to 94
1: Standard text message rates apply. Okay. Oh, man. There's some weird stuff going on in the text today, and that's because the Text the Truth Tuesday is the most uncomfortable compliments you have ever been given. <laughs> text them at 94 standard rates apply. You're so pretty, I could skin you and hang you on my wall. Um, Hunters, not everything has to be done in the hunting <laughs> realm. Also, don't ever be near that person, because he might mean it. And it's definitely not a woman who said that. Definitely not. This text, she's not, she's not a complete idiot. When my coworker was telling my now ex-husband how well I was doing at my new job. <laughs> oh boy, that's not good. Uh, uh, this is a, a weird one that this person gets all the time. They say for, uh, you know, awkward compliments you get. You're unique. What does that mean? You're unique. Well, I would take it as a compliment. That's how I would do. it. I would just take the, hey, you're really unique. Well, thank you very much. I don't want to be like everyone else. This is a weird one. It's a guy texting. and said, I had a girl said she liked the way I peed after coming out of the washroom. Okay. no. No. Guys, this is not okay. I was told that I have a nice nose, and then the woman proceeded to reach for said nose. (laughs) Now you're going to touch your face? What is happening? And then like some really stupid stuff, like this one. You speak well for a black girl. I use proper English grammar when I speak. Not awkward at all, this person says. Uh, Yeah, that's total garbage. Or the the um, ever-present articulate compliment. Oh, yes, you're so articulate. Would you say that to someone who's white? I don't think you would. Yeah, so uh, terrible. So awkward and racist. Nice, good stuff. Uh, um, most uncomfortable compliment, is this one saying, good thing you're short. What does that mean? I don't know what some of these mean. Like, I don't know what someone means when they say that. Good thing you're short. I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> this text says, a couple locals in Barbados said to my boyfriend, while looking at me, and was standing with him saying, nice, we like him thick too. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. Wow. A girl once told me I had perfect, perfectly symmetrical feet, says this text. Well, all right. Okay. And the ever classic, I've been told I'm smart for being a blonde. There you go on this Text the Truth Tuesday. Uncompl- uncomfortable compliments are apparently everywhere. It's the other pandemic... <laughs>
0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.
1: I am going to get back to, in the 9 o'clock hour, back to some of these um, uncomfortable compliments people have gotten. You're texting me at 94-94-94. They keep coming in, so we're going to get back to them. In the 9, because it's crazy. Crazy. Anyway, don't forget, in just a few minutes, about 12 minutes actually, we'll be giving you Luke Bryan passes for RBC Blues Fest July 14th. Cannot wait for this. Uh, We give them away twice a day throughout this Monday to Friday period. So uh, you get them with me at nine in the morning. And then if you don't win them there, make sure you listen for Chelsea to give them away at 5 p.m. Okay? 5 p.m. with Chelsea this afternoon. Your shot at Luke Bryan tickets. But of course, first things first, we try for them at nine. That's coming up in 11 minutes and change now.
0: (laughs) This is Luke Bryan. Ottawa's Pure Country 94 wants to send you to RBC Blues Fest, July 14th, featuring Luke Bryan. Be caller 25
1: now at 750 9494. Pure Country, who's this? It's Mike. Mike. What's your last name, Mike? Uh, Bosso. You're calling 25, you're going to see Luke Bryan. Right on. <laughs> RBC Blues Fest, July 14th. You and a friend are going to check out Luke Bryan live in concert. Who will you take? Uh, My wife. Well, that'll be a nice (laughs) night out. Leave the kids at home. Forget those punks. (laughs) Sounds great.
0: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
1: Coming up in three things, we're going to talk about um, Tom Cruise's birthday. He turned a number, I can't believe, watching that guy. And the Minions movie, has got teenagers dressing up nicely for once in their lives.
0: <laughs> one, two, three. Jeff's
1: three things. All right, thing one. Mission Impossible director has shared a behind-the-scenes photo of Tom Cruise. Now, on Sunday, back July 3rd, uh, the director of Mission Impossible, Christopher McQuarrie, wished Tom Cruise a happy 60th birthday. I can't believe the guy's 60. Like, still pulling his own stunts. So, yes, of course, he posts what appears to be a behind-the-scenes photo from the new movie, the new Mission Impossible movie. The image shows Tom Cruise hanging onto the wing of a vintage red biplane. I guess uh, he's just, like, hanging upside down, right? So he's, like, just hanging there and at 60 years old. Happy birthday, Tom.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Minions ruled the box office over the weekend with a huge haul, $125 million. Just a monster uh, July 4th weekend. And something interesting happened with the Minions movie. Uh, it started off like a lot of teenagers who grew up with these movies, right? Um, the Rise of Gru is like the fifth installment. So uh, a lot of teenagers were like excited to see this movie, but they were kind of trolling. But then it became serious. They actually wanted to go see it. And now a bunch of teenage boys in different theaters around the world dress up in suits to go see this thing. Dressed as Gru, of course. Um, and only a couple of places like in England, they've been too rowdy or something. But pretty much uh, theater owners saying, this has been amazing. Like, uh, and moms around the world, super proud of their sons dressing up in like suits to go check out the Minions movie. So there you go. That's thing two. And thing three, we've been talking about this all morning because they need help. RBC Blues Fest needs you as a volunteer, actually. The uh, festival is back for the first time since 2019, and it runs from July 7th to 17th, so it starts on Thursday. And being a volunteer has a lot of uh, benefits. Obviously, uh, if you want to volunteer, it goes on to the old um, volunteer numbers. If you're trying to graduate high school or if you're an adult, by the way, it still comes for both of you with a complimentary festival pass. That's pretty sweet. If you want to check it out, just Google RBC Blues Fest Volunteers. There you go. That's what you need to know.
0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.
1: Pure Country 94. Luke Holmes and forever after all. Looking forward to Saturday night at RBC Blues Fest. But that guy cannot wait. Cannot wait. Your next chance to win, by the way, your way to Blues Fest, RBC Blues Fest, to see Luke Bryan is at 5 p.m. this afternoon with Chelsea. Today we asked you, what were your most uncomfortable compliments ever given to you? And I got to get to some more text here. By the way, you can share these as well on our Facebook page because there just seem to be so many that you need to get in on this. This person says, uh, I was told I'm, uh, being." here's the text. All right. This one says, you have gorgeous long legs. Your boyfriend must be thrilled. (laughs) Okay. Awkward compliment. I work in an animal hospital and was petting a dog who licked my face. The missus apologized for the dog's actions, but the mister said, I don't blame him. I'd like to lick that face. That's from Jessica. What? In front of his wife? No. Not that it's better when she's not there, but still. Oh. Uncomfortable compliments. This one says, uh, I'm well endowed in the chest area and have been asked by multiple women if they can borrow some of my boobage. That is awkward. Yes, it is. Um, This person says, when I lost my baby weight from walking with my daughter, I had a client ask me if I had a tapeworm. LOL. (laughs) LOL. People are weird, man. They'll just say, they'll just blurt. There are blurters out here and they're just saying stuff they shouldn't, you know, they're just out here just rhyming off some stuff. That's not okay. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. How about this one? um, Some guy said to me, Hey bro, nice nipples. And after that, I never wore those types of tank tops ever again. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Uh, the first time my mother-in-law saw me in a bikini, she said, I knew my son-in-law would, my son would end up with someone, like, a woman like you, by the way he breastfed. That is uncomfortable. If I hadn't messed that up, that was very uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's weird. Um, You have the most default face I've ever seen. If I had to explain to an alien what a standard human face looks like, I'd use yours as an example. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, how about this weird compliment? Your features are wasted on a guy said to me by a woman that then went on to be my wife this summer. We'll have been together for 29 years. Oh, isn't that nice? (laughs) I don't know what that says about everything, but you know what? Congratulations. (laughs) If you got one, share it online on our Facebook page. Uh, The most uncomfortable compliments you've ever received. There are so many.
0: Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The
1: podcast. podcast. Sophie off this week, back next week. She's on vacation like half of you anyway. (laughs) uh, We went through a lot today together, and I get it. Um, It was a rough one. No, it was really fun. Uh, Thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning. We started the morning off by uh, talking about, well, all kinds of things, um, including... 9% of people check this before they date someone. That was the useless question today. And I had a lot of fun with it. It was their Spotify playlist. And you guys finally got it after some clues. Good job. Um, We also talked about annoying passive-aggressive phrases that you use out there. Um, And especially, like, uh, in work emails and things like this. Like, just so annoying. Like, um, just following up. Um, and, and different, you know, with their like these ridiculously annoying things that people say to you. <laughs> Not sure if you got the email. Mm-hmm, yeah, thanks, thanks. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, and the most passive-aggressive thing you can do in a text response is just responding with the letter K. You know, if you've been there, you know. And the text of True Tuesday was incredible. The most uncomfortable compliments you've ever received. The conversation continues on our Facebook page. It is wild what people will say to other people. It's really crazy. You guys are uh, really stepped up. I appreciate it. Today, um, like on our Facebook already, here's some more. Um, I manage a Thai Express and have had multiple customers tell me they love the food, but they're surprised I have white employees. Like, what a weird thing to say. Another other things like people telling Lisa that they didn't expect her to be smart. That's not a compliment. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, like Carly saying for her uncomfortable compliment... Getting my nails done, and the tech said I had nice arm hair. Uh, thanks. I guess. Anyway, continue that conversation. If you had uncomfortable compliments, jump on our Facebook page and get in there on that. I love it. All right, and we gave away Luke Bryan tickets. Uh, we gave away Lotto Max vouchers, and uh, we gave away ninety bucks in the thousand dollar minute. So we had some fun today.
0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country ninety four.